three, two, one. Taylor barks right on cue. Uh, we are in. We're in. Uh, I don't know who Kaylee's barking at. Maybe the uh, UPS driver is pulling up with some packages. I do have a question, though, Levi. Yep. What's the meanest thing you've done lately? Lately? Yeah. Tell me something that you've done that you're not proud of. Like, you, you even when you were doing it, you're like, this is mean, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, my God. Because it happens every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're uh, yeah. like, yeah, I'm not part of this moment. Like, I'm just doing it. I'm just going for it. Like, I'm just going to be mean. Um, okay. I I didn't fully execute, but I, but it, yeah, okay. I was driving my car. <laughs> I like that you have something. You're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think, I think I, okay, I'll just give the whole story and then we can move <laughs> I, Okay, you know how traffic in Denver can be terrible. Sure. So I was leaving Washington Street. And then merging onto like I seventy essentially, so mm-hmm. like a corridor thing. Mm-hmm. There. So it kind of like three lanes of traffic kind of blend into, or definitely a couple, a lot of different lanes blended into three, and then two of them go left and one go right, and then other two that go left, one goes straight, and two still go. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lanes merge. The lanes all kind of merge, yeah. Yeah. And so, but before that, you have to go underneath this bridge, and. Um, and you have to get into these two left turn lanes on Washington, and it's just a real pain. And so those that traffic's backed up. Anyways, I was in that, in that lane, and my pet. And again, I'm not sure. It's just, it's just who I am as a person. My pet peeve is when people drive like up out of nowhere, and then just like try to cut off and cut in front of you at the very last second. So they don't wait in line. Right. They, they try to cut they the just, line by riding in the shoulder or riding in, a, in another it, lane. Yeah. And then, and then like in. at the last second, as soon as they can, and then expecting like, oh yeah, it's cool if you so. This guy did that. Mm-hmm. We'll call this guy a late merger. A late merger. Okay. And there's difference between zipper merging and stuff like that. I get that. This guy is just like, it's just late merger. Yeah. And uh, he, like, I'm there and he's like, he's about to cut, like, pull in front of me to cut off. And I, like, sped up. I'm like, oh. dude, like, no, like, you can't just do that. Like, I'm not going to let you in. <laughs> and he, like, honks at me. I was like. So you could see his face and you're both like. And, like, he's a little, we kind of like, okay, um. Like, you're not even. He's in not front? Or he's, you're he's, in front. like, a little bit in front, but he's not enough room to get in there. So I'm okay. pulling, and then, like, and then he, like, pulls back, and then, like, drums up, zooms up ahead, and, like, cuts in. And I, like, honk at him, and he just, like, throws his arm out the window, like, what the heck? And then he flips me off. Oh, And wow. I was like, oh, man, it's going down. Oh, so... And so <laughs> I was like, I, I, so I was like, okay, like, I'm going to, like, once we get in there... We're gonna have to like, go side by side, and I am gonna like I'll flip you off, and I'll like be like f you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> and so, and so that we kind of like you know pro- pull into this route it goes on the seventy, and I get the opportunity, and I was like, uh, and I'm so angry, uh-huh. and I just. I just don't do it. You I'm didn't like, do it. I think it's not worth it. Did you even look at the guy to see what he I looked look like? No, or? it was a guy. It was, like, it was a girl in the front seat. So and it was a girl about to have a baby or, you know, like that kind it of thing. It was other not that. I okay. looked over seat and I think she was on her phone. He's just a and, jerk and she's... And I was yeah. like... And so I was... I was like, oh, I'm so angry. But I'm also like... <laughs> That's the extent of your... But I know. I was like, it's really... It's only an escalated situation and it's not going to be... It's not gonna, I'm not going to feel better because he's going to flip me off again and it's going to be like... And it's gonna be, and we'll, he'll yell at me and it's going to make me feel even more angry and I'm going to let it go. So I don't think... I just feel like I, I was willing to, to uh, escalate a situation. You were about to... Get, about to escalate it. About to get mean. For no... Yeah, for no real yeah. reason that I needed to do that for. Yeah. And so I... Yeah. That, you know, sometimes I wonder if that person even knows the same road rules. Like, did they just learn from their parents to merge late? And that's just like, yeah, if you need to get in, just get in. And yeah. put your turning signal on, they'll let you in. There's no sort of... Although, in America, I feel like we know line courtesy is yeah. a thing. Like, you go to another country, and there's, like, no lines. You're right. in China, and it's just, like, free-for-all. Everyone's just doing whatever right. they want to do. And it's just whoever the space in front of you is not yours, and so you have no entitlement to the, that space. That's how it felt like we were, when we were driving in China or when we were going to order food. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just like the space. There's no line. Are, yeah. The line is yours at the front. Yeah, that's it. Whatever the space in front of you, yeah. you have no entitlement to it. Whereas here, if you are in line, you are very entitled to the space right. that 
yeah, that is in front true. of you. Uh, which is, uh, and so I understand your anger. Listen, I don't like it either, but I, I feel like I am especially partial to driving stuff because I think I'm kind of a person who's like I like to I like to go by the rules, and so if people break the rules, it bothers me. Yeah, and I feel like people come to Denver and treat it like it's a playground, like Colorado's their playground, and they do whatever they want, like mm. on the roads, drive crazy, do all kinds of stuff, and then it's just like, and if you call them out on it, they get mad at you. Yeah, like I had the same thing happen, a similar situation in, in, in a car merging on. Uh, I from my seventy to I twenty five south, mm-hmm. and some guy last minute, like cut, like cut in like very last minute. And he was holding up traffic behind him and another lane because he was like pausing in, and he cut me off. And I was like, and I honked at him, and I think I flipped him off, mm. <laughs> and he flipped me off. Wow. And then I was like, and then um, and then he but then you're driving, you're you're literally going different directions, and he like holds his horn down with his middle finger out the window. Oh like, my like, gosh! And at that point, I was like. You just look like a jerk right now because you're driving. <laughs> like you're holding it for like 20 seconds. They're moving out of the window, holding the horn down. But I just been so I was like, dude, like I'm calling you out, saying like, hey, don't just jump in whenever you want to last minute. Yeah. And you're angry about that. That's what bothers me, I guess. Is then people yeah. like get mad when you like say, hey, like that's not cool. Yeah. Again, granted, maybe my uh, I'm working to uh, tone down my uh, my. Well, responses. it sounds warranted. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm glad you're getting upset about something. You know, it's just like ah. Late mergers. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have something uh, that you or you've been mean recently that you feel badly about or feel like uh, out of nowhere? I don't feel even have to feel. I think I actually told this story already, but I'll tell it again because I I still feel it's not that it was that bad of a thing. I'm going to tell the story and be like, "Ad, that's not that big of a deal." But what was in me was straight malicious, like. (laughs) When it happened, I was like, I don't even care. Like, it, it came from a very, like, horrible place in my in my soul where I was like, I'm going to do this really bad thing, and I, I'm going to look the guy in the eye when I do it, and there's nothing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Okay. And so for some people, it's not that bad. Some people are like, whatever. It was just, oh, man, I feel like I can't tell this story. I was on a plane, and, uh, you know... You know how you're you're watching everybody come down the aisle. You have your seat, and there's no way that uh, you're always like, "Oh, is that person gonna see me? Is mm-hmm. that person?" You try not to make eye contact, like that'll change it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that'll affect the outcome if you look at them or not. Um, and so I think there was like I was on the outside seat or the aisle seat, and uh, there was one seat left, and it was this the center seat, and uh, or maybe it was two. Anyway. This really big guy. I'm a big guy, so I can talk about big guys, right? A big guy comes down the I, aisle, yeah. and I see him, and it's like I panicked. Like, I was like, because he was like the kind of guy that needed to get to, listen, he should have bought two seats. He's, yeah. a, he's a not, I'm a normal size big guy. This is like two of me, mm-hmm. you know, or three of me. He was a big fella. And, uh, and I panicked. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, he's going to sit next to me? And I, I looked at him, and he was, like, right next to me in the aisle looking at me because I had to get up. But right before I got up, I put the armrest down. <laughs> I felt so... <laughs> I looked him right in the eye when I did it. I didn't mean to do it, Levi. <laughs> it came from the worst place in me. <laughs> It came from the worst place in me. Like, I didn't... It was like it was a reflex. Like, I was like, oh, gosh. Not today, buddy. Right? I was like, no, 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 no. And I just put it down. And, I, and I, it was like I was stuck in... I had. I was looking at him. I was just like, oh, no. And I just put it down. And he kind of was like, all right. You know, like, he he didn't say anything directly. He was like, oh, okay, you know. And I, was, I felt bad. Like, I was like, hey, D, why did you do that? But I... I did it, and I kind of stuck with it, and I felt bad. And then, like, he sat, he sat down, and he was, like, he's a big guy. He was spilling over the thing uh, on the bottom and on the top mm-hmm. of the bar. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Like, why am I making this little thing? Why? Sure, roll over onto me. I don't care. Like, um, And so literally, like, two minutes in, he was like, hey, man, do you mind if I put this up? And I was like, yeah, go ahead, man. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't say sorry, but I was like, yeah, which, listen— it's my seat. I'm entitled to the space on my seat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this was one of those situations where 
I was going to hold on to it. I was like, no, this is my space. I felt like the biggest jerk, man. I mean, it's not that mean, but it's mean. In my mind, it was one of the worst things I had ever done in my life. I just looked at like, eye contact, yeah, arm rest like, down. <laughs> boom. <laughs> what are you going to do now? You know? like, and, and the thing is, he knows I'm a big dude. So mm. he's like, but you know, man. <laughs> I was like, I know. I just can't help it. <laughs> oh, so bad. Anyway. Yeah. That was... I mean, uh, it, yeah. It's it just... Yeah. I... I think we, especially maybe it's Americans, we feel this connection to space mm-hmm. in a certain particular way where it's like, I own this space. Maybe it's just like, I don't know if it's our, our, how we think about property or how we think about stuff. So I had this, um, when I was living in Europe, I had these interesting um, realizations that like, epiphanies that kind of like messed with me and I had to deal with them in certain ways. So um, so my, my friend Emmes, and Emmes is Lithuanian, so when I was living in Lithuania, Emmes is, uh, he's not... He's a very, everyone wants to be friends with Emmis. He's very, like, big energy, very, like, smart. He's a brilliant. But he's sure. also, like, not necessarily a nice person. Like, he'll say things to your face that are just, like, rude. Yeah. Um, like, I have this very specific instance where we were, went to his office. It was me and a friend of mine. When I was, this was when I was studying abroad, but not when I was actually on staff. And we were, so it was me and this girl, we were both students. And, um... And we're like, hey, like, and like, hey, Emma's like, we asked him, like, we, if we want to get coffee. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, do you guys want to go get breakfast? And uh, it, and my friend, I forget uh, which friend it was, but I know it was a girl. <laughs> she goes, oh, no, like, everybody had breakfast. And Emma's just nods and looks at her and goes, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's the kind of stuff you would say, like, all, like, all, all the time. It's like, funny, that, though. Like, it's, like, it's funny. But, but just, it's like, like, we wouldn't say that to But no, you yeah. never say Like, a decent person would never say it to people. Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny that someone says that. Like, it's something you see, like, in a TV show. Yeah. But it's also, like, that's actually really mean to say to somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like if foreign people sometimes have this, like, different set of rules. Yes. Like, and it's not all of them, so it's not just because they're foreign. Right, I but think. sometimes it's easy to assume that it's all of them. It's like, oh, yeah, just because you're Lithuanian. It's like, yeah. it could just be who you are as a person. No, he's just a jerk, <laughs> yeah. and he just happens to have an accent. Yeah. But, yeah. So, he would, but he was that, and I, in general, Lithuanians are, in particular are more abrupt, but he would say stuff like that. Which, um, he would say rude comments like that all the time, but we always just chalk it up like, oh, you're... Yeah. And it's, again, it's like, that's the kind of thing like you'd see in a, in a, like a sitcom, like, oh, hilarious yeah, line, but like, you, in yeah. real life, never. Yeah, right. Um, like, but, you'd see me doing, putting the armrest down <laughs> yeah. in a sitcom, but in real life, you would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, two particular instances. One time, we were all going to the airport, and it was like at... And so the main airport is four hours away from where we lived. And this was a couple years later. This is when I was living there and working on staff. And so it was me and Emma's and Emma's uncle who had been in... Emma's uncle lives in Russia. And so we were fly, going back to the capital city. And so we we're going to the airport. And we were actually staying in, in Vilnius. And he was flying out. But there's a public bus. And so... Um, or it's, I guess it's a private bus, but there's like nine people on the bus. And because it's a four-hour trek out there, you leave super early. So for like an like a 8 a.m. flight, you have to leave like 2 in the morning. Oh, from wow. like Klaipeda. So get in this bus... And um, Emerson and his uncle don't see each other all that often. So they're, like, in the front, and they're just chatting, like, the whole time, like, four hours of chatting. And this one guy is, like, in a, another row, and he tells Emerson, like, can you guys just shut up? Like, I'm trying to sleep. And Emerson's like, hey, if you want your own bus, buy your own private taxi. <laughs> and he's like, it's a, he's like, it's a bus. I'm going to do what I want. And, like, oh, he kept talking to his uncle. And that's him. His, his mindset is like, hey, you are sharing the space with other people. And so you – and so his mentality in that kind of situation would be like – if, You're not entitled if, to my space. Yeah, exactly. In the way so I it's like, hey, yeah. if you want your own private seat and no one be disrupted, like buy a first class ticket. That's kind of his mentality. Is like, mm-hmm. yeah, and it just is interesting. But that really like is like it's so interesting to think about space. Cause that's a whole different cultural expression of space. Yeah, and I think in general, like Europeans and also more Eastern Europeans that had more of like the the Soviet Union, um, like in power. That approach to me is a little more common. It's like, hey, this is kind of everyone's thing. You've got to kind of share it. So that was really interesting. And then um, another time we were going to Russia, and so we were on a train, and it was a 17-hour train, and so it's a super long train. And um, we had these different little cabin kind of things, but they're they're open. So, like, you go into, like, this nook, and there's, like, four beds, and then you go to the next nook, there's, like, four beds. And um, this one couple came on, on the board of the train, and they were like, "This is these are our seats. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, just go to the next cat next nook like we're we're in the we're in the next nook we have all the same seats just take that one and like no no but these are our seats 
And I remember him commenting on this to me later on and saying, like, it's just so funny that people have this, like, possession, like, of, like, thing that's not even there. It's like, like, hmm. it's, like it's literally the exact same thing in the next nook. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's literally the same thing. But we feel this possession, like, no, this one's mine mm-hmm. for no real reason. Like, you just feel like I have that on my ticket, therefore it's mine. And being like, it's literally the exact same thing. There's no change whatsoever. But, but, why, but why didn't you sit there? Yeah. Why... Oh, I think they, they accidentally sat, sat in the wrong nook. They just accidentally yeah, sat there. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I think Emerson, the people that were with him had sat in the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, but I th- and I, th- I think it's just so interesting. It's like, yeah, like, and my, 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 I think my default would be like, yeah, but this is this is my ticket. This is what it says. It says this one. Right. And I don't want to get in trouble for someone else to be like, what do, it's not on your ticket. I don't know. I feel like I come with a reason to be like, but to his point, it's like, yeah, we get worked up by these things regarding space. That it's like, this is mine. And I, listen, man, I don't know. I did this in a movie theater. All right. So, you know, in a movie theater now, you buy your seat and you buy, you can get the exact seat that you right. want. And so I think sometimes people, they'll say, oh, we'll just buy, or uh, let's just use the airplane uh, thing. Whereas I think a couple mm-hmm. might see uh, that there are two seats and so, or three seats in a row. Right. They'll buy the window seat and the aisle seat, hoping that the person in the middle, Will uh, well, no one will buy the seat in the middle, and they right. can have three seats. But if someone buys the one in the middle, they'll say, "Oh, you bought. Uh, do you mind sitting on the aisle seat or the uh, or the window seat? Which one would you prefer?" And then that person will switch, so the couple can sit together. Right. I actually think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, but if the person says no, that person isn't wrong. Like right. they bought the middle seat. Maybe they want to sit mm-hmm. in the middle seat. I don't know. It'd be awkward to sit in the middle of a couple, you know, that for a long flight or whatever. I think part of me kind of wants to do that just because. Just because <laughs> yeah, like, 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 you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I think that happened on a plane on a flight where someone was like, "Hey, do you mind switching so I can sit with my family?" And the guy was like, "No," and it, and then she repeated herself like, "Oh, so you don't want to switch with me?" And everyone was like, "Okay, this is weird." And he was like, "No, I'm good." And I don't. That was the end of that. But it, I was that guy. But it's a different situation in the movie theater. Okay. Because if you, anyone who knows me, I'm extreme. I'm way too serious about movies. You're in the movies. Yeah. yeah. I and so I want to sit in the the seat that yeah. I picked. I, you picked the seat for a reason. Right. Yeah. So this particular movie, I didn't actually get a great seat, but I got the best seat that I could. Right. And so a group of friends sat, and I would have somehow, for some reason, I would have split them. I think mm-hmm. they did, they bought them at diff, at separate times. Yeah. And so they, the the three other friends, they were like, they came in. They're like, hey, will you switch with us so you can sit closer to the end, to the mm-hmm. side? And I felt like a jerk. But I was just like, no, dude, like. No, and I had I had my food. Like yeah. it was one of those things. You're, ready. Where, You're like, yeah, I'm ready for this. Yeah, You're like, like right. settle in. Like, yeah, I was settled yeah. in, and they came in late, and they're like, "Hey, do you mind switching with us and go going to the end so that we can uh, we can all watch the movie?" And I was like, "No, I, I really don't want to sit mm. closer to the end. I I bought this seat. Um, I probably wouldn't have bought the seat that's three yeah. seats over because it's really like it's really on the end. Yeah, and it was like we were towards the front. It was not a great seat, but I wanted to see the movie, and I was alone. Like I yeah. wanted to see the movie. Um, and so I said, well, why don't you let me sit, uh, closer to the end? Like if you let me sit (laughs) over there and you guys all move over one, then I'm fine with that. Or you switch with the guy on the end. Don't make me sit further because you guys messed up, you know, like. Did they take that offer? No. They were like, no, man, we don't, we think you should switch. They asked me again. They're like, we think you should just move over. And I was like. You know, no. And I said no, and then we watched the movie. It was awkward. <laughs> um, but I didn't move. I mean, but I, I feel like... I know, yeah, dude. I like, was, it, it was me that it yeah. was happening to. I was just like, what? what? Why are you guys asking me to have a worse seat? Like, to move over to that seat over there. But then you also won't be willing to take a worse seat yourself. Like, you yeah. aren't willing to go up and see after. Yeah. yeah. But I think the problem was the guy who had the best seat... Mm-hmm. Might not have been like he bought his friend's original seats, yeah, and then maybe the guy who I was sitting next to, these two extra guys were his friends. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it was one of those weird things like they didn't want to ask that guy to move because he had planned it and bought right. the seat, but they were willing to ask just me to move. Right. You know, and I was it was one of those things too. Is like now I'm like the angry black guy mm-hmm. that I can't. I felt like that because these are like some like young white kids and they're, they're having a listen. We're all having a good time, but I did. Have that feeling, like yeah. I was like, man, they're like now they're making me feel like I'm the angry d- dude that they can't even talk to. But and I played it up a little bit. I was like, no, I don't want to move. And I was like, 
Like, why would you even ask me to move? Like, uh, but it was kind of. But I mean, I, okay. So I think I think everything you said, I like also would have done the same thing. I think I'm interested though in the concept where like where it doesn't f- ultimately affect the outcome of something. Like for example, like a, like a movie seat is is different. Like sitting in the middle of the movie aisle is different than like sitting. But like sitting like for example, if someone's like, hey, do you want to sit in this aisle seat? Or was like, oh, actually, your one your seat, my aisle. Let's say. Let's say I'm in row 24, mm-hmm. and, and I was about to sell my ticket, and I go go to row 24, and some dude's there, but um, he's like, oh, I thought I was in row 23, the one right in front of me, he's like, but like, do you want to just sit in my seat? Like, for yeah. me, it's like, that's basically the same thing, yeah. more or less, like, and he'd be like, no, man, I wanted to sit in this row. Like, yeah, some people have an issue with it, yeah. like, it bothers them to, you know, like, it shakes up their brain, or they right. can't handle it, like, no, this is my seat, yeah, yeah. and I, I think, I don't know why that is, I think some people are just different, some yeah. people are just like, no, that's the seat that I bought, I must sit in that seat, oh my gosh, whereas, I think, I don't care, like, what, I don't even, you know. That's, and that's, but I think for me, in the past, it would have been more like, no, mine's is 24, so you gotta move, so I can say my but thing. But why, what was it about? And I, don't, I don't know, I think it's just that, like, I think it's just like the rules, like, these are the rules, this is what it says, huh. and I think I'm, so I feel like, but... Yeah, so I feel like being a young adult and being living in, in Europe and living in, in Lithuania in particular challenged me in that way. Like, yeah, like why do we why do we cons- why do we see things as being ours and they're not, or how, why do we get so tied to something? And I thought I just thought that challenged me. Is like, oh yeah, I feel like I would normally be like, no, like this is this is my nook. Being like, nah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I think, and it's interesting to know it from a foreigner as mm-hmm. a foreigner going to another place because I thought that people in when I went to China, I was like. They're just very rude. Mm. Like, they're just being rude. They're not acknowledging that I am here and they're cutting in front of right. me, like at, when we're going to buy food or whatever. Wow, this is rude. But then that's my brain looking at it with entitlement to the space in front of right. me. From their side of things, we're all just in the world together mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. Like, we're all we're all eating and so yeah. we're all, whoever gets there, it doesn't matter who's first or who's, mm-hmm. at least that's my understanding totally. of what was happening. Uh, and someone explained it to me as like, no, you think you have entitlement to the space in front of you, but they don't think that. Mm-hmm. That's not the way that it, it works. And so yeah. then it's like, oh, they're not being rude. They're actually just... They're just doing what's normal. Yeah, they're, they're making, culture. they're yeah. treating me as they would treat themselves. And so... We had a really interesting situation where a couple of years ago, Hills and I went to uh, to Thailand. And so we flew into Bangkok. We were there for a couple of days. Then we down to Phuket. Mm-hmm. And so Phuket's like a huge vacation place. It's mm-hmm. like beaches and sandy. And there's a lot of tourists and a lot of tourists from all over the world. Um, and so we took a budget airline from Bangkok down to Phuket. And so it's like already cheap, cheap tickets. And I feel like when you have cheap tickets, it usually is like people just already kind of this free-for-all mentality because sure. it's like trying to get the best bang for their buck. And so <laughs> when the plane landed... And like not even like while we're still like like moving, the, the seatbelt thing hasn't come off. People are like bolting out of their seats, grabbing bags, running to the front of the plane. Mm. Like cause you know, like that's another pet peeve of mine too. Is just as a person, is like when like people like when you people get up right away and push through and try to get to the front of the plane as quickly sure. as they can. And um, I'm like, yeah, it sucks. But we're all gonna yeah, like we're it, all going it's, to the same it's place. It's easier yeah. if we go in the order that that's there. Yeah. It just makes more sense. And then, but it was just like like chaos. And then you get into the, like once you get off the plane, people are like running to the baggage claim as fast as they can. And I was like, this place is crazy. <laughs> and I remember just thinking that. But I'm also like, oh, like this is also like not the U.S. This is like a different culture. And also, there's like a lot of different tourists from different countries, and everyone's bringing whatever they do in their. Own. And I was like, oh yeah, this is like a wake up call that like not everywhere is. Mm-hmm. Not everyone cares. And also, like, for me, it's like, yeah, it's it's rude to, like, do that and, like, push through everyone to get everybody. Because people are also, like, pushing past people in, like, in the middle of the aisle. Being, like, pushing past you, like, to like get with to the their front. hands, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. moving like, you. Yeah, like, hey, like, get out of my way. I'm going to the front. Oh, wow. And I'm like, and that, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, like what are you doing? Yeah, but... like, not because, like, they're in a rush. just because, like, I want to be off first. Hmm. Uh, and I was like, but I'm also like, okay, this is a reminder, like, not everyone's the same. And, well, I can also be like, yeah, I'm not going to let you pass me. Like, that's, yeah, that's and awesome. then who becomes the jerk in that situation? That's right. the problem with me is, like, we're hanging out, we're doing it, and then all of a sudden I feel as if, oh, I have become a jerk because right. I've been like, no, you can't come or you can't pass, and it just begets, it, it gets really... Yeah, uh, it's not so black and white. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Dude, let's take a, uh, a quick break. We'll take a quick break. And come back and uh, see how this applies to our real life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. 
Um, that was an appropriate break. It I think, was. I feel like the past couple of breaks have been very on, the, long. on the offline side, very, very long. Yeah, very long, and then content that we should have just put on there. <laughs> it's like, this is good stuff. All right, back to the pod. Back to the, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot, we should be recording this. Yeah. Um, okay, I was actually going to ask you a would you rather uh, in, in, um, in honor of the fact that it's so warm out. Do you use the word honor more than now that you have... A baby name honor. honor, or did you say it a lot first, and then you're like, you know what, honor really fits because I use it a lot. Uh, I feel like I actually try to say it less because I'm like, oh, uh, it's more special when you not use that it. Not like it's it's less special if I use it for other things. But I'm also like, oh, I, I think I'm just more aware because I feel yeah. like it's easy for like um, people to make puns around it, and make jokes like honor. Would you do the honor? Oh, I feel like people do that yeah. kind of stuff like that will happen yeah, a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah, and that's I would fine. Never, so I would I'm, never I'm do trying that. to like to be like not. I'm trying to use it more strategically so that when I use it it's not like placed in a way where it can seem like it's making a joke you're not making a pun right I, right. I think that's so again um, like people are going to do it it's going to happen but I'm trying to be strategic about that mm-hmm. so that way when she hears the word in normal use it's it's like a normal word Levi I, I think that's honorable <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank you well, okay uh, in, in honor of the uh, of, of the hot temperatures yeah I was going to ask you a, a food related Albeit um, abstract, would you rather? Okay. Um, would you rather have your body made entirely of chocolate or entirely of dough? Okay. This, this is rather abstract. Would I rather have my body made entirely of chocolate or entirely of dough? Okay. Do the same uh, properties of chocolate apply to my body? Yes. Like, like, like your body's your body. You can still move around. It's normal. But, but will I melt in the heat? There could be discomfort in the heat. But what will happen to me in the heat? This is important for me to know. (laughs) Like, if I'm made of chocolate, do I get a little soggy? Basically, you get a little soggy and, like, super sweaty. Okay. Just, like, just, like... Just like sloughing off a little bit of your chocolate, and yeah, and assuming that it, it will, it will, it'll come back, it'll yeah, reconstitute. Yeah. But it's just like you're just like everything you touch is like okay, you're slippery now. Whereas if you're dough, you kind of bloaty. I do. Outside. Do I bake? Kind of like you kind of bake a little bit, a little crusty, but also kind of like balloon out a little bit. I get, get a little bigger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so in the winter, then is it hard for me to move as chocolate? You get and more, also yeah, dough? a little more arthritis, and in the winter, in the dough, you just get you're just a little more like. Yeah, you're but in the wintertime for dough, you're a little more like more firm, you know, and you you're a little yeah. less sticky. Alright, I'm gonna I got an answer. Okay. I would rather be chocolate. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wait, you think that's crazy? Is I, that a I'm crazy? Just, I'm no, I mean I, I I just feel like the the summer heat melt would be Well less... you say I don't melt fully. It's just like a little yeah, yeah, yeah. sloshy or whatever. A little sloshier and you know, I just yeah. You know when you have chocolate in your hands and you try to like open stuff and it just but gets I'm everywhere. Chocolate. I know, I know. I feel like, uh, man, I would never have chocolate on my hands. <laughs> I'd have me on my hands. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think it would be because, it's strictly because um, I enjoy uh, kisses. And so everyone would kiss me. They'd feel, I'd be like, oh, you're so sweet. You know, <laughs> That's literally my only thought. Dough would be, uh, I don't know, man, like un. Unbaked dough is just not that great. Yeah, and so it's I like this, it's a little sticky. Like it's hard to hug. Yeah, it just like seems a lot worse. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Uh, okay. what, what would you rather? I be? mean, originally I would say dough. But why? Why would you? want I to think be the dough? dough is just a little more like once you get that like out, outer crusty layer when the heat, you kind of like you're kind of good. You're not gonna like get more crusty. And over time, but then yeah, I feel like also you do feel that like when you like take like a, a, your hand and you just like stick it in dough that's a little bit like oily. Or a little bit unbaked. It can be like real, like, just get everywhere. And that's also unpleasant. Because hmm. it's hard to get off your hands. And so yeah. I think it's hard, it'd be hard for me, other people, for, if I, like, give Hillary a hug. Oh, that she would. She have dough all over <laughs> Yeah. One trick uh, in real life for dough is to just wet your hands or put oil on your hands mm-hmm. before you uh, uh, manage the dough. Mm-hmm. And that'll help the dough not stick to your hands. Mm. Yeah, so a little baking tip little for life you. Life hack. Baking yeah, life hack. yeah. All right. Um, now that you've humored me, um, <laughs> we can do our. We can actually get to the uh, the, the conversation. The crux of the, the matter. The crux of the matter. Uh, I think we're responding to uh, Mr. One Matt. Of, yeah, to Matt. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, we were actually talking about some serious things. Yes, we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we let's just rehash or re- briefly re. Um, what's the word? A recap. Recap. That conversation. Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, uh, the moral dilemma. If you want to listen to the whole episode, it's called the moral dilemma um, of 
saying no to things that you saying no to jobs or work that you feel like you fundamentally disagree with. Um, and we were talking in particular uh, about situations that had happened on both sides right. of the sort of political spectrum, the right. political aisle of uh, some people not wanting to photograph, uh, say, a Republican senator if the photographer is um, a Democrat mm-hmm. and wanting um, for fear of bolstering that guy's uh, job right. or or they don't want to give their talent to... So I, the, I feel like a, yeah. a really great way to break this down, depending on what's on where you are at, is just saying if you... Um, it's akin to saying, hey, if you... Uh, um, someone's saying, hey, I'm not going to shoot a uh, same-sex wedding because of my religious or personal beliefs on one side. And on the other side, it's also saying, hey, I'm not going to shoot like a, uh, a pro-life rally because of my personal beliefs or personal things like that. Like, mm-hmm. It's basically someone saying, like, hey, I'm... I'm choosing to not do this kind of work um, because I, and not just, and not I don't I want to make sure it's specific not to being just like one particular side of the story. It's like hey, we're trying to just think about that. Like, if someone approached you to do something you morally disagree with, um, do you have an obligation to say yes or no? Um, so yeah, and where can you? Can you? Yeah, yeah are, no, are we wrong? Are we wrong or, to say yes or no? Yeah, morally for like, contracted work. For contracted work. Yeah. Since that conversation, um, there was a ruling. Uh, in the Supreme Court, they passed back down a case about a baker mm-hmm. who had said no. And so the the case in the baker, they I think it was in Washington. I'm trying to remember this as okay. I talk about it. Yeah. But the case was that the baker, she knew uh, the client. She bakes for the client all the time. Um, or she, sorry, as a florist. I'm sorry, as a florist. She makes florals for the client all the time. Huh. I can't remember if it was a florist. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure the lady was a florist. There's a few different instances that they were sourcing for this article. But uh, she said that when it came to making an arrangement, like a creative arrangement mm-hmm. for a wedding, the client's gay. She knew the client was gay and has already, has always given that client, uh, well, he's always worked for the client. Sure. But for this, it came uh, it came to her relig- it was a religious thing where she's like okay listen I can't make the floral arrangement or mm-hmm. I can't make the cake for the wedding I'll do anything else for you but and I'll give you recommendations and apparently the lady loved the guy like they would hug and everything they were friendly but when it came to making the cake mm-hmm. she had an, an issue with it uh, and so the case went to the Supreme Court and uh, was was sent back down to the Supreme Court, to the state court, and the Supreme Court said, hey, you need to look at our earlier decision that we made for the baker or mm-hmm. the florist, uh, and then uh, reconsider it. And so right now, that's what's happening. They're mm-hmm. reconsidering uh, if the baker was wrong or right. And so, which means that they'll probably rule in favor of the baker in this yeah. in this instance. I think the first one they ruled in, in in favor of the, the couple, and then they went back, and now they're going to rehash it. And so their goal is to rule in favor. Mm-hmm. That's what they're thinking is going to yeah. happen. Cause they, so, yeah, like, like this this conversation does have some some political charge. Yeah. Um, so we talked, about, yeah, we talked about that. You can listen to the, our conversation in that episode. Uh, and we asked people to kind of give us their thoughts and just generally, yeah. So Matt had sent us in some thoughts. Yeah. So. Uh, do we, you want to just read it or? Um, we can summarize it because I think he, I mean, he sent it to us in a message. So I think it's yeah. more like, oh, you want to summarize it? Um, yeah, just cause you're it. better at summarizing things. You know what I mean? I just feel like you're a good summarizer. Thank you. No problem. Um, I'm, uh, I don't have it up here. Okay. I'm not a great summarizer. Um, let's take a break. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> Sorry to everyone because we had to actually pull it up so we had it in front of us so we could actually properly summar- summarize it. Um, okay, so Matt just said more or less that um, saying that there is possibly a um, we aren't as a culture on the same page about empathy as a whole, that mm-hmm. we may define empathy differently. And so that Empathy can look a lot of different ways along the board, but that we don't have a codified expression of empathy and what that looks like. And so when culture says empathy is one way, um, that may actually not be the first definition of empathy overall, which is I think is that's, that's point number one, more or less. The second thing he's kind of saying, though, is that um, you can empathize with somebody um, without necessarily agreeing with them, 
And so you can dis- you can empathize, but also disagree. And that we need to kind of allow space for people to have empathy and disagreement along those lines and say, like, that's kind of point number two. Um, and I think point number three is that everyone has a different capacity for tolerance based on their personality. And that tolerance isn't necessarily a... Um, what tolerant, tolerance is a spectrum more so than it is a, like... An absolute, a, an absolute thing. exactly. Yeah. And so that those things are are variables in the equation. Is that tolerance is, is a spectrum? Um, and so with that, there is there are, the, that's essentially the 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 summary of what Matt was saying. Um, and so we were going to just talk about that. I think it's an interesting response. We, I love when people give us their feedback and thoughts. And so yeah, and I think uh, it's such a like a deep response. It's kind of like. Uh, some people respond like, hey, love the podcast, love the episode. And then Matt's like, let me tell you about the <laughs> our existence on the planet. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> that's awesome. And so it prompted a lot of thought uh, for me. You know, I was just like, okay, um, is that what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure, but I, I love that he, he said those things. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know why it seems like in the past few years, I don't know if it's because of fear mm-hmm. uh, from 9-11 or whatever, that empathy has gone out the window, like that people aren't ready to uh, see other sides. They're pretty much like, nope, this is the way I think, and that must be how the world works. And that's all I know. And that's what they go with. Right. I don't know why that happened. I just know that it happened. Or maybe people are just more cavalier now with their thoughts. They still, they were never empathetic, but then now there's a, uh, for some reason, they're bolstered to tell everyone what their thoughts are. And, you know, even no matter how wrong they may be, I was just having a conversation with, with a friend a couple days or yesterday and, uh, I wasn't planning on getting into this, but anyway, he is he's a photographer, and he is uh, he's of Indian descent, mm-hmm. but he's American. He grew up in California, you know. But he has a beard. He looks like he's from the Middle East. Sure. And uh, he was just talking about some of the hate that he gets, mm-hmm. and that how he doesn't understand it, and it's just like so. It's so frustrating. Even he can be at church. He can be all over the pl- anywhere. He's had people pull guns on him. Oh my gosh! Um, just all and the guy was uh, in the military. He fought for the country. So imagine uh, that guy who fought for the country coming back and having someone he fought for pull a gun on him and saying, you know, you shouldn't be here or things like that. And and where where have we gone? You know, if it's just fear, I, I say that quietly. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if it's just fear. But fear is a crazy thing that right. makes people so they're not thinking straight. Or even when we're talking about driving, I mean, we've been talking about like, like at what point do we have empathy for the guy who is a late merger? Right. Or at what point does a late merger think, oh wait, hey, maybe I should think about all of these people that I'm passing, and maybe be in the world with them as right. opposed to being separate and being able to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, I think I think Matt's point to the codification of empathy is interesting. It's like, okay, I, I just think it's like yeah, it's like yeah, like at what point like me being like, hey, I'm not letting you in because you didn't you don't care about anybody else but yourself. That's me projecting one view of the world versus saying, hey, like I'm just trying to get into the lane so I can get home. Like, it's it's my assumption for that person is like they are willingly and purposely trying to screw everyone else over so mm-hmm. they can get their way, mm-hmm. and I. It may not be that way. I and mean, that may be, a, I may be projecting a lot more thoughts into their mind that are actually accurate. Like, they're like, like if, I'm just trying to get in the lane. That's it. If it was you to do, if it was you doing that. I would know. Would be, I feel badly that I am cutting all these people off. Right. And that might not even be a thought in their mind. Yeah. Like, and that's like, maybe that's, maybe that is them being unempathetic. Maybe it's just like me holding too tightly to my version of empathy saying like, yeah, empathy is not, is thinking about all the people in line behind you mm-hmm. and the car. I don't know. Like, and again, so I no, think because what's the opposite of that is like, would I just not merge and just keep going straight and like I would I was me I would not merge go straight turn around and get back in line away. Okay. Like my thought is like saying if you my personal belief mm-hmm. of, of like when this is like hey if it's your if it's like if it's your problem it's your fault that you're not in there or you didn't get there early enough then like you've got to make make up for that so you just drive but, the next thing you turn around. But since we're on the world with others, right, and we're all in this together. I, wouldn't it be okay if you merged? You know, like, hey, they, I mean, 
Listen, I get that it's a jerk move. Right. I'm trying to find the empathy. I'm no, trying no, no, to I, find I, the, like, I, no, you're right. all right, dude, like, let's figure that out. Because I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I don't like late mergers. Mm-hmm. I like zipper merging, like mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, but because that's supposed to be better. But right. in this case, it's more like this guy just wanted to pass up. Or when people, like, literally drive in the in the shoulder yeah. just to pass up traffic and then right. try to merge in. And you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah, what right. are you doing? Um, I think it's um, – I think th- I think my thought was saying, like, hey, you're doing these things and they're, you're also doing it – you're putting other people's lives in, da- in, at, in danger mm-hmm. so that you can have your way. By like just driving like a maniac sometimes. I think that that's what I think frustrates me, but also kind of recognizing like you know I think all in all the point of, the point of what Matt I think Matt's comment is open saying is that empathy isn't codified in one way, and I also think the idea of saying like hey like tolerance is spectrum is an interesting concept just to think about like because and I even think about this today with like our political climate because I feel like in our country there's freedom of speech and freedom of uh, things you can believe. Um, which means that, like, it is not illegal to be a Nazi in this country. Mm-hmm. I think, like, not Nazi, uh, fascist and na, not Nazist, <laughs> Nazism, Nazi, <laughs> okay. Nazi propaganda or Nazi beliefs are like um, incredibly dangerous. And I think that stuff is is. But like, but we live in a country where you can believe whatever you want to believe. And so, trying to be like, how do I not be? How do I still speak out about the things that I think are important, but also not? Um, rescind their freedom of speech as long as it's not damaging other people or and I think that's where things like, like I, I don't that's, know like, that's a, that, that too can be a moral right and that's you know, like, like, I feel like there's this tension because it's saying like hey if we all have freedom of speech we have to like if we're going to have freedom of speech in this country we have to protect that in some way but we also like but I also I, I got into a, a conflict with a family member about this because when the, the Nazi things in Charlottesville happened I was like this isn't okay and you're like well they had the freedom of speech and the right to assemble I'm like but this is not this is something that's not okay like we can't we can't like allow this stuff to to be like the norm the norm right but I also feel like yeah at at some level though like like if if me being like this these people can't like can't gather because I disagree with their person their belief is that any different yeah but at some okay maybe this is where I er, I derail from politics at some point these are just ideas and we can't kill ourselves with ideas yeah so if the idea is listen everyone should be able to get together even this hate group you know or a person that like with a militant past who we beat at war like you know like at some point where does that end you know and we're like okay listen you can't be a Nazi, you right. know, like, and I, I get that that's I, I, the fact that we can have the conversation now that that maybe we should be OK with Nazis is wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. Is out of this world to me. I have to let my dog out. <laughs> and he had to. He's so so upset by this. thought. He's literally <laughs> walking away. He's like, no Nazis. OK, now it's just me and the mic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's not I don't think that's what Matt is saying. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't think he's saying, hey, everything should be okay. I think what he's saying is, hey, when just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean that I hate you. And we don't get to that point in our thought. Yeah. We don't get to that now it's so so quick that we're so angry, so quickly, like, oh, I don't even want to talk to the Trump supporter. I I don't want a Trump supporter. You're a Trump defriend. Mm-hmm. And Listen, I get it. I I do. I feel that. But I think that's what Matt is saying is, mm. why do we get to the point where as soon as you're a Trump supporter, that's wrong and you maybe, you know, or and or the other way around or right. whatever. Or even the way people look at Christians or like, oh, you're Christian. Oh, I don't want to have anything to, I don't have anything right. to do with you. Or or the opposite, you know, or a Christian saying, oh, you, you gay sex or gay marriage. <laughs> Can we please take that? Out? No, I was gonna say that. Or <laughs> uh, gay marriage, <laughs> uh, or the Christian being like, "Oh, gay marriage!" Like, I don't have anything to do with you. We're so quick to not even to not even be friends yeah. or not even allow that. Like, okay, this person, this is why he doesn't agree. I'll go to the next dude, and mm-hmm. go to the next person, and then we'll go from there. Right. I, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I think and I right. get that. I get that point. I'm like, yeah, we should mm-hmm. be able to disagree mm-hmm. and not have to. And I think it's even on the further end of that point, saying like, if someone disagrees with you, like, 
something like a, a lawsuit is that I get okay. Once I get there's like an activism saying like, hey, we got to fight for the, for people in general. I get that. I get that side of it. But I'm also like, hey, does it make more sense to just work with somebody that also is just as stoked to work with you as you are with them, or who's really supportive of everything you're doing? Or being like, yeah, like we're not on the same page. I'm moving on to the next person. Is like instead of being like, hey, because I think at some point the the suits and things like that seem like it's like I'm gonna get retribution for this. Um, yeah, which I I don't understand that as much. Is like, listen, if you know that person has an issue why do you even want them to make your cake anyway right. you know like and that's so that's, I think those are kind of things and I think I de- definitely get the sense of fighting for a movement and things like that but I think it's like yeah like instead of like being like hey do you disagree with me therefore you hate me and therefore you are like trying to shut down, shut down everything that I believe in yeah say, I think you definitely said it better than I did I think it's not and again I think this conversation isn't black and white I think yeah I think it and I think unfortunately it does go only it typically goes one one direction which is like from I think in particular of like weddings, think about like gay marriage, like the biggest thing that comes on the horizon. I think about for if you are a little bit more on the left side, think about like just things like, hey, would you shoot a Republican senator's portraits or would you like shoot a pro-life rally? Things like, hey, like how do we actually, I think it's just important for everyone to have a situation that, that they can think about that is personal to them. They're like, I strongly vehemently disagree with this thing. Mm-hmm. And think about like, what is it, what would it be like to say yes or no to that? Like, I think I think just I think even putting ourselves in that that place, the empathy of saying, "Hey, would I also turn down something I disagree with?" Um, yeah, dude, I I would not photograph a Nazi rally. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think that it'd be the also be that, ironic they asked a black dude to photograph yeah, a Nazi like, rally. Why are they asking me to do this? <laughs> uh, this then this seems like a trap. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I'm just like, what you rat. Okay. It's a trap. <laughs> like, 80, don't do that. No, I must do it. I have to see this yeah. through. <laughs> okay, please don't come at me at Nazi. Okay. <laughs> um, dang it, man. I feel like there's so much that we could talk about. Yeah. Um, I love I love this response. I love that uh, people are thinking about it and um, that hopefully this conversation is. Yeah. Uh, leading us somewhere to something better, yeah, you know. Let's keep like, it going. I think that's, if you have other thoughts, hit us up. We'd love to hear about it, and just kind of like keep unpacking this because I think this is something that is like literally being unpacked by by a lot of photographers over time. Not like a, you just don't take out the box one time. It's like un- constantly being dissected. Yeah, there's there's not one way to figure this out. There's because it goes. There's a lot of issues that keep coming up, like you said, for right. everyone. There's a thing. That everyone's you, got a thing that you probably won't everyone's got a thing it doesn't matter what it is everyone's got a thing yeah so. and uh, how do we you know come to an agreement because remember we talked on the pod Ben had talked mm-hmm. about having a thing that everyone would sign yeah that said hey I'm open and I kind of align with these sort of uh, guidelines like right. a code of conduct that was a badge on industry websites that said hey we align with the code of conduct right. of this page or something like that which would be inclusive but inclusive to who? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I love the idea of it, but I'm like, does that also mean that, you know, that I have to shoot a, a Nazi wedding, mm-hmm. you know, or, a, you know, or a Satan worshiper wedding? That that would be wild to me. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm not as inclusive as I thought I was. Right. You know, like, and I, listen, I, I don't want people to think that I'm saying uh, that, like, these are on the same level as a gay wedding. Right. You know, <laughs> dude, I was in college. I rem- in college, man, this I, I, this blew my mind. I was going to tell the story earlier when I was talking about my friend that's Indian. Um, and I had a friend come up to me, and he was so, like, he was so, like, caring and loving. And it was, he was part of my, our college ministry. And he was, he said, AD, listen, I just have to talk to you about something. And he was so serious and so, like, calm and serene. I was like, yeah, man, uh, what's up? And he was like, I just need to tell you that I think it's wrong that you're dating a white girl, you know? And I was like, I don't think that it's right. And it was something, it was like, you could tell that it had bothered him Mm -hmm. and he had to just, it was like, just like me and the airplane guy, I just had to put the seat down, you know, or the the armrest down. This guy, he was just like so moved that he had to tell me like, Hey man, I don't think you should date. Uh, And you know, I think that it's wrong. And I was like, was he, uh, he was white. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, all right, person's name. Uh, and I was calm. I was like, why don't you tell me why you think that? You know? <laughs> I was like, you want to have that conversation? He's like, tell me why. And he said, um, well, you don't see 
uh, a giraffe and a monkey Yikes. getting together in, in Yikes. what was so crazy is that this was fully justified in his mind. He he was relating me and a white person to two different species of animals and he was using it as his defense. I was like I was like, Oh really? Person's name? He's like, you know those are two different species. You know, like that doesn't work. And he was like, yeah, well, it's still wrong. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to leave this conversation because it was unreasonable in my right. mind. I was like, okay. I walked away. You know, I was like, all right, thanks for telling me. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, and continued to make out with all the white girls. <laughs> I, was just, I was just kidding. <laughs> uh, but but what was scary, the scariest part to me then was, oh, this kid's great-grandfather told him that. Right. And his great-grandfather told, you know, to the, to the point – that it's canon in the way right. that he thinks. This it didn't. It's one of those things that you don't think through. Yeah, it's just fact until you think about it. Like, oh, water towers don't put out fires. Right. You know, like that's what I used to think. <laughs> like, <laughs> I used to think, oh, you just have to put an axe, and the whole city would be flooded with water, and that's how you put out fires. I thought that up until I was like, I just a senior. I found out that wasn't true right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I thought that until like a senior in high school, and I was like, one day I was just like, wait a minute. That would never work. Oh, it's from a cartoon. Like, that's not true. That's not what water towers right. are for. But it's the same thing about him is that he had never gone through mm-hmm. his thoughts and said, okay, what am I actually thinking? And how is it? And I think this is what happens with us is we believe uh, ex- this is his life experience. We believe what we've been told or certain things. We believe it as canon, as like fact. And then and that, and there's no room for empathy. Mm-hmm. There's no room for another thought to come into our mind because we're just like, no, dude, I, this this is the way it is. Until, I don't know, what what's the thing that comes and says, hey, think differently, like, hey, or just education. I don't know, but at some point, who's gonna tell this guy, like, hey, man, it's two different species. I'm gonna let you take that. I'm gonna let you chew on the fact <laughs> that there are yellow labs, <laughs> there are black and white labs. You know, like you go think about that. Where yeah. brown labs come from, and then if that's your, that this is your argument, I understand that there is right that that you're wrong. Like yeah. that's that's not right. Anyway, um, dang man, dude, it was crazy. That, yeah, I think that is a perfect place to wrap this episode because that is a lot to think about, and powerful. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime. I am going to lather myself up with chocolate <laughs> and just to see what this looks like. Um, this feels like. I'm going to be a dough boy. <laughs> all right, Blacklight, we will catch you all very soon. All right, peace. peace.